everybody. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I'm Melanie Wise, and as many of you know, Mercy is celebrating 40 years as a ministry this year. And today we are closing out a series that's been focused basically on celebrating our 40th birthday. Uh, We've had a number of episodes with different leaders here at Mercy, and we've covered quite a bit. But today we are going to be sharing an episode that's really unique and is actually something I really don't think we've ever done before. If you've followed Mercy for long, you know that we love sharing with you stories and testimonies of men and women who've either gone through our residential or outpatient programs or utilized our Keys to Freedom Discipleship Study or any of our other resources. Uh, We know there's so much power in testimony, so we love encouraging and inspiring people with those stories. But something that we've never done on Mercy Talk before is hear from our own Mercy staff. You know, without a doubt, we have many staff members and donors and family members who may not have personally participated in our programs at Mercy, but whose lives have have really been forever impacted by being involved or connected with the ministry. So we decided to just gather a few of those stories from some of our Mercy staff members, and we're going to highlight a few of those in today's episode. And I'll probably share a little bit of my own story throughout because you all know, like, I always have something to say, so I'll probably just sprinkle in some of my own story in here, but we really ultimately just hope that this episode is inspiring and encouraging, um, and we just really thank you for joining us. The first staff member that we are going to hear from is Kelly, who works at our Center for Wellness and Counseling in Monroe, Louisiana, and if you don't know what that is, that is part of our outpatient program is the Center for Wellness and Counseling. So uh, Kelly has worked at Mercy for a couple of years, and here is what Kelly shared about how the experience has impacted her. While working at Mercy, I started learning the true depth of healing. I'm forever grateful for choosing to dive deep into Keys to Freedom. I started with attending a class, and now I lead classes. This year, I felt like the Lord was calling me to sit in Healing Life Hurts, Key 3. This is when I started having true encounters with the Holy Spirit. On page 65 of Healing Life Hurts, I wrote the question, Lord, what is the one hurt from my past you desire to heal? Then I sat there and I waited for him to answer. And he did. Pages after pages worth, I wrote down, the lies from the enemy backed with truth from our Heavenly Father. Now I know my Heavenly Father's voice. When things seem a little off, I can always go back and refer to page 65 and ask those questions and wait. Wait for the Lord to speak, because He will speak, but it's up to us to do the hard things. And in all of those hard things, true beauty arises. There's a couple of things that I love so much about Kelly's story and just what she shared. Um, One of them being, you know, she really learned how to hear from the Lord in her time at Mercy. And I know that I personally connect so much with that. I have heard that from more than one staff member over the years that, you know, a lot of us started working at Mercy and didn't really, we had never really been taught Um honestly, even that it was possible for us to hear from the Lord. Um, But certainly 
hadn't been equipped with just even how to do that and how to grow in that. And I know that I've probably shared this on the podcast many times, but that has been one of the most hands down life changing things that I have learned uh, during my time at Mercy. And so I just love that Kelly shared that as well. And again, I've heard that from many staff members. Um, that is, that's truly at the core of, of what we do in our programs and what we teach is that we are helping to equip people with how to hear from the Lord for themselves. Because as we will say over and over and over again, when you are on a healing journey, on a journey to freedom, which at some level, every single one of us is, the Lord is going to have to give you some things and speak some things over your life and into your heart that no one else can, that no professional counselor can, that no good teaching can. And so we just believe we have to know how to access the Lord and hear from the Lord for ourselves. And what I'm learning even for myself is just that that is such a journey. That's such a growing, like, it's not like you can either hear from the Lord or you can't. I think it's something you just continue to grow in more and more and more and more as you walk with the Lord. And, and honestly, even just as you practice. And so I know that probably <laughs> there's so many things that have changed my life. Um, in, in working here at Mercy, but that's probably one of the most significant. I also love just that Kelly shared about Keys to Freedom and how one of our own resources has impacted her own life. You're going to hear that in a couple of the other stories that we're going to share. But I know for me, as, as the uh, one who kind of oversees that part of the organization where we offer resources and trainings and do these podcasts, I don't know if there's anything that just blesses my heart more when I learn that staff members themselves are being impacted or encouraged or the Lord is using our own resources to, to really impact their own lives. So that just put a big old smile on my face when I heard that uh, from Kelly's story. But anyway, let's go on to the next one. Our next story uh, is going to come from Leslie, who is a counselor um, at our Center for Wellness and Counseling in Monroe. And Leslie has been at Mercy for eight years now, and here is what she shared. Before working at Mercy, I knew God and loved God, but I didn't really understand the depth of His mercy and grace. I still don't fully, but working with women and sitting with God to hear His heart for them and their situations and life experiences became an extension of my own story. I heard in their encounters of healing my own experience and the deepening of that journey to hear that God's heart is to sit with and to heal all that he encounters and who choose to encounter him. The stories never get old and I continue to heal in places that I didn't even know I was hurting, but God is so good. He chose me to work at Mercy and in making that choice, he revealed more of his love for me and through me. I've been through stuff in my life, but part of my redemption story is allowing those hurts to inform my faith and empower others to find theirs. I didn't just work for mercy, but God in his love has allowed mercy to work for me. It doesn't get any better than that. So when I say that there are many, 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 many stories uh, that are so similar to Leslie's, um, even some of the staff members who sent in stories for this, uh, even for this podcast, and just for us to kind of have, you know, a library of, of these stories. It was a very, very common theme that mercy 
if you are around Mercy now, again, we're highlighting stories uh, from staff members, but I know that we've heard these stories from donors. We have heard these stories from just people who've been around the ministry, maybe come to some trainings or that kind of thing. But the Lord is always so good and faithful to continue to reveal things in each of our lives where there is more freedom and healing available. I can guarantee you that no matter how far you've come in your walk with him, how much you have grown, there is more available to you. And I think the question sometimes is just, are you open to that and seeking that out? Um, because honestly, not until we are, you know, in heaven with him, have we fully arrived in, in, in perfection and in healing and in freedom. And so there's just always more. And I hope that that's encouraging to all of you that even staff members at Mercy, we all have these stories um, that through our you know time in this working for and alongside this ministry, the Lord has shown us new things and new areas where we have growth available to us. And so I hope that's encouraging for anyone who's like, man, you know, I'm just I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get there. We're like, hey, look, we're, we're on the journey with you. We're on the journey with you. There's not an end point to this. We just continue uh, you know, it's glory to glory, right? And it's layer upon layer of new healing, new freedom that's always available to us, which I think is just a beautiful thing because no matter how far you've come, there's always more. There's more of the Lord. There's more available. And so I I love how many testimonies and stories there are of staff members who have found new identity in Christ, uh, new healing from hurts that they've experienced. Um, even as Leslie shared, I mean, I was healing from things I didn't even know I was still hurting in, you know, like the Lord was just so good at the right time at bringing those new levels of awareness to us. And so it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing of being part of this uh, ministry. So the next staff member that we're going to hear from is Natalie. And Natalie oversees our marketing team here at the corporate office in Nashville. She has been at Mercy for five years at this point, And I love so much what she shared. I think it is virtually impossible to not have your faith grow in some way, shape, or form as a Mercy employee. From day one, we read Nancy's book, Echoes of Mercy, which is just immersed with story after story after story of Nancy standing in faith and God's provision and the growth of the ministry and just seeing for yourself how God's hand has been on this organization from day one because of one woman saying yes to God. And here we are decades later and God is still doing new things in this organization. And it's the same today as it was in 1983. The board, Nancy, leadership, everyone is immersed in prayer for God's guidance for the future and what he wants to do next in this ministry. And when you're immersed in that type of environment, it's hard not to look at your own life and start believing for things that are unseen or believe for things that seem virtually impossible because we serve a God of the impossible. And he just becomes bigger to you as you are in this environment where you're praying in finances and God shows up. Or there's also, as an employee, sometimes there are levels of spiritual warfare because when 
an organization is built on the foundation of God and God's hand is clearly on it, then the enemy gets mad and he may come against the ministry as a whole. He may come against our residents or our clients, or he may come against employees. And so it's also prayer building because you're relying on God to, to guide you and to lead you and to, to fight off the enemy when you find yourself in those situations. And then in the homes and with our clients, when you see how lives are transformed and they literally go from death to life because of what God is doing in their life. How can your faith not grow? How can you not not believe in a bigger God? And you cannot believe that he can transform any life or that he can't do these things that seem virtually impossible. So for me, I know that my my prayer life has grown and just the faith to say, you know what, I don't understand this because my brain cannot comprehend this, but I believe that God can make this happen. And that's where I think my faith has grown, is just believing that you are bigger than the box that I put you in, Lord. And I've seen you do it for this ministry. I've seen you do things for Nancy, and I'm believing that you're going to do the same for me. Oh, man, there is... It almost feels like there's nothing left to be said after that. Um, And also there's just a million things to be said because I just think Natalie covered so many powerful pieces of of what it's like to work and to be part of this ministry. I was thinking a lot just as I heard her story about um, the season of time that I had in, uh, in our founder and president Nancy Alcorn's office. I was her executive assistant for a couple of years. Um, I guess I didn't even ever share this, uh, but I've worked at Mercy now for a little bit over 11 years. And for two of those, I was in Nancy's office and really just kind of got more of a, for lack of a better word, I guess, behind the scenes look at just kind of how so many uh, things kind of come into fruition, how Nancy as our founder um, just how she operates in such uh, in so much just prayer and vision and how much she seeks the Lord for direction. And there's just massive, massive amounts of, of just respect that I grew for her and who she is um, as a person and as a leader. And I think Natalie just said it so well. It's impossible to be immersed in an environment that is just so covered in prayer and is so, you know, there's just such a deep seeking of the Holy Spirit and the Lord's power and direction and provision. You can't be part of that for very long and not be changed. And so I know that I have been inspired by watching the way uh, that our leadership and like I said, Nancy is led by the Lord. Um, She's shared, and I think she probably even shared this in the episode that we did with her earlier in this season um, about just how the Lord has always worked with her. He's always, you know, given her some sort of vision or calling. And she said, all right, Lord, I'll do it whenever you provide. And he said, nope, you move forward. You start taking the steps and then I will provide. Um, And that's inspiring to watch that. It's inspiring to watch the way he provides in that. Um, I also just think about how when, when she started the ministry back in 1983, you know, I feel like so many times when it comes to business or certainly when you're starting something up, starting a new ministry or new organization, you're going to be, you know, reading all of the things and learning all the things, best practices, you know, learning from all the people who've done it before you. But Nancy 
was so intent on seeking the Lord's guidance on how he wanted this to be done. And the three founding principles of mercy, which if like this is the first podcast you've ever listened to and you don't know what those are, um, I will tell you that it is uh, the three founding principles that God gave Nancy was that we would always give and tithe off of the money that we bring in. We would never charge uh, the young women and now other uh, men and women who are part of our programs. We would never charge them for their our services. And we would not ever take any government funding or funding that has any sort of strings attached where we would um, not be able to, to share the truth of the gospel and Jesus. Like those are not principles you're going to find in any business book or in any workshop on how to start up an organization. That was straight from the Lord. And there were plenty of people that told Nancy, that's ridiculous. Like you're not going to be able to get a ministry or an organization started with that kind of foundation. And now to look 40 years later at what the Lord has done and how he has covered and how he has provided as Nancy has been so faithful to what he called her to, that's inspiring. Like you cannot be around that or hear that and not think like, what does that look like in my life? Am I willing to follow the Lord in whatever he calls me to do as as maybe just dumb as it might look to the world around me or to worldly wisdom, if you will? Am I willing to do what he's called me to do and trust that he's going to provide? And to see how he's done that for mercy it's impossible then to not carry that same hope and passion and inspiration for your own life. And so, and also, I mean, goodness, just for those of us who, um, you know, are able to work in the corporate office, we, um, you know, kind of get the firsthand experiences of those just surprise, you know, donations that will come in that were unexpected, but were so needed at right that moment and right that time. And um, it's just, it's a very, very cool thing to be able to see kind of that I guess that side of the ministry and how the Lord has covered and protected and provided all of these years. So again, you just can't really be around that for long and not be changed. Uh, so anyway, I, um, I just have to say, you know, we received quite a few really, really great stories from different staff members. Um, but honestly, we were just like, you know, this could be a three hour episode if we played every single one for you all. And so we just, we had to select a handful to share with you guys today. So the last one that we are going to share with you today is from Shantrae, who, if you follow Mercy Talk, you know was our guest in our last episode. But uh, Shantrae is the Director of Counseling Services for the uh, Center for Wellness and Counseling. She's based out of Monroe, and she has worked at Mercy for 12 years. And here is what Shantrae shared. When I came to Mercy, I knew God the Father. And I knew the Savior, Jesus. But mercy introduced me to the Holy Spirit. The women of God here surrounded me with love. And it's love I've never known before inside of community. I have never worked at a ministry before. And I felt really intimidated at first. But the staff helped me work through this. And they showed me the acceptance of the Father. I have learned my purpose through working here. Um, I learned how to hear from God so clearly now, um, working with the women who have sought us out to help them gain healing and freedom and transformation. This really opened my eyes to see people the way that the Father sees people, and it has completely revolutionized my life to where I know that 
one person can make a difference. And I also know that it's important to be the hands and feet and mouthpiece of Jesus because we all need encouragement. We all need to know that the God that we love, the God that we know as our father works through people to help us experience it in a very tangible way. And so I am just so grateful for Mercy for giving me the opportunity to also to become a leader. I never saw that for my life. It took the encouragement and support of the leaders and staff here to help me to see myself the way the Lord sees me. And I'm just grateful that I get to pave that forward. And I'm just excited about where Mercy is also going. And I'm so grateful for being a part of Mercy within this 40 years. So as I listened to Chantrey just talking about how there have been so many things that have impacted her, but also just kind of even how she engages um, with the people that she has worked with here um, and the importance of just being the hands and feet of Jesus and, and loving those who are hurting well. I just thought so much about how, you know, I have personally been just massively <laughs> equipped in my time at Mercy for really how to love and engage and see people with the heart and the eyes of Jesus. And, you know, we do these empower workshops for some of you listening. I know you've been to the empower workshops. If you haven't, we need to see you at one soon. Um, it's truly one of our, our favorite things that we do here at Mercy. And, you know, so much of what we teach in our workshops, so much of what even honestly we teach on this podcast, it's stuff that I've learned since I've been at Mercy. I have learned from mercy or the Lord has shown me during these, you know, 11 years that I've worked here. It's not some great, amazing knowledge that, you know, I brought in to, to the organization. It's stuff that I was equipped with while at Mercy, and now I'm so excited about it and get to share it. And so I just think, man, so much of what I'm passionate about now and what we talk about is stuff that Mercy really taught me. And, um, and yeah, I just think more than anything, a big heart shift that happened when I started to listen to the stories of the young women who were going through a residential program and now getting to hear stories of, of men and women who are using our resources, going through our programs, and just realizing um, that they're heroes, you know, that they are people who have a huge calling on their life and that the enemy has been after many of them from a very, very young age and seeing them as courageous heroes, not, you know, maybe broken, poor, pitiful people, um, which maybe was kind of the way that I viewed those who were really, you know, struggling with life controlling issues before I came to mercy. But I have been, my heart has honestly been shifted in my time here and how I look at those who are hurting and struggling. And honestly, I think one of the biggest things is that my heart has shifted in seeing myself as one who is also broken and hurting and constantly wanting greater healing and greater freedom in my own life as well. And not seeing it as a like, uh, you know, us and them nearly as much as we're all in this together. And so I just, I just know that for me, that's been a huge shift that I've experienced in my time at Mercy. I know that there are many staff who've shared similar thoughts uh, over the years. And 
So I don't, we are just, we're so thankful to, you know, the other staff members who submitted stories and testimonies of how God has impacted their lives through their experience at Mercy. There are truly like a million more where these came from. And I know that if we had put the call out to donors and supporters, people who've worked alongside board members, you know, uh, volunteers, community board, I know that there are so many stories of how the Lord has has really used this ministry to impact way more than just the people who participate directly in our programs, but that really anyone who has who has had any sort of relationship with the ministry has been impacted in one way or the other. And that's not at all. I just I think even just bringing this whole series to a close, I just it's it's not a testament to like how great, you know, the organization is, how great Nancy Alcorn is, how great the staff are, but truly ultimately how good and and really just powerful the Lord is um, to be able to impact lives in the way that he has uh, through this ministry. And so it is an honor for all of us to be part of it, to be able to, to serve in it in any way. And um, I know I am personally grateful. I know there are so many staff members who are. And so I just, I hope that this episode and honestly just this whole series that we've done in celebrating Mercy's 40th has not particularly elevated the ministry, but just elevated the Lord and that you've been inspired, that you've been encouraged by what you've heard. And so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We are already thinking forward uh, toward our next Mercy Talk series that we'll be releasing uh, a few weeks, months from now. And we're really, really excited for all that is still to come. But as always, if the content in our podcast uh, has been helpful for you, we love, love, love hearing from our listeners. And I feel like just even in the last couple of weeks, we've gotten some communication from people via email about the podcast and how it's impacting them. Y'all have no idea how much that blesses us. And we'd be so grateful if you would help us out by rating the show and writing a review wherever it is that you listen, that really helps to get um, the podcast exposure to more people. And so if you have any thoughts or questions or anything about anything we've discussed, uh, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. To find out more about Mercy Multiplied, you can head over to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you all so much for joining us.